This is LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports. Presented by Dunphy Ford. Krumpetich has his man one-on-one. Chris Monty gets him inside. The foul counted and one. He floated in the lane. He put it in from six feet away. Speedy Morris doesn't like it, but Dave Krumpetich has put the Explorers up four. An ill-advised pass stolen by Ryan Winslow. They find Stukes. No one rebounding. He shoots the three. It doesn't matter. It's good. Amar Stukes gives LaSalle, believe this, the lead. 37-36. Wow. 6.58 to go, fourth quarter. Are you kidding me? And this LaSalle student section is absolutely batty right now. This kid is incredible. Pound for pound, man. He is so tough. And it's time for tip-off. We take you now courtside, where Bob Long has the call. And welcome to Archbishop Carroll High School on the main line for a Philadelphia Catholic League matchup. The loan here tonight. A lot of cancellations back and forth, but we're finally to the court for a huge matchup at the top of the Philadelphia Catholic League. In a tie for third place, it's the LaSalle Explorers against the second place and home Archbishop Carroll team. And Joe winning here is alongside. Joe, a huge game this afternoon and uh, excited to see what this Explorer team can come on the road and do. Question. I'm really excited to see the play of Aaron Carter talked about, but I'm really excited to see this matchup between Jared Stukes and uh, Josh Shark. It should be a great matchup between two tough Philadelphia Catholic League guards. Stark and Antums to take the tip, and Antums wins it. Down the floor quickly come Archbishop Carroll. John Rigsby now along the left wing. Up and under with the left hand. No good. Antum can't tip it home. Offensive rebound for Rigsby. It cannot finish inside the lane. And now it's Ryan McTamney with the rebound. Stukes, Paulus, M Rimaldi as Paulus goes down the line and cannot finish. But Stark and McTamney finish off the starting five. Now Sharkey to the bucket. He traveled on his way there. Slid the pivot feet. I think he was looking for some contact, Joe, but not to be called against Stukes. Yeah, you know what? We talk about Josh Sharkey. The way he gets up and down the court, uh, he, he's just liquid fast. The way he gets right by you. He's got such great handle. Not big. I think 5'8", 5'9", about a buck 60. He can get to the basket with the best of them. Man-to-man -man defense here for Archbishop Carroll as LaSalle in their road blues. Move from left to right on your radio dial. It's Sharky Daly, and then Ryan Daly as well, both Colin and Ryan. John Rigsby, and then Mix Antums, the starting lineup for this Carroll team. Rimaldi flashes to the top of the key. Now Stark has it. Right wing, spins into the lane. He's looked like he was tripped. He got tripped up by his left foot, but he went down in the process. No call, Joe, and a traveling violation will give it back to Carroll. They got to say Mix Antums looks like he got, he looks like he got away with a pushing foul. Got underneath him, the time there, and like I said, I think Coach Dempsey was thinking the same thing we were, which was, where's the foul call? Scoreless here, 6.45 to play first quarter. Daly drives to the hole. This is Ryan Daly up and off the glass. A bit of a wild shot, no good. Now Paulus, after the rebound from Stark, off to Rimaldi, up and under, and it's good. A 2-0 lead for the Explorers. Early on, LaSalle doing a much better job than they did last week. Attacking the defense, attacking the glass defensively and limiting second chance opportunities. Corner three, no good this time from Colin Daly and the rebound down to the Explorers. Just under two minutes into this one, and Jared Stukes will slow things up at the logo. The high right handed dribble hands off for Matt Paulus. Right wing now, Stukes gets it back into the lane, traveled with the ball. That's the third traveling violation in the first two minutes here, Joe. Well, I'll tell you one thing though, going back to the point about, the, about rebounding. 
for LaSalle defensively. That's what Dan Ramoy really gives you. He's such, he's such a scrappy player. He'll fight for you for every possession. And his impact can't be you know, undersold here tonight. Daly, a long three. That one's off the front rim. Stukes gets the long rebound. One on two, leads off for Paulus. This for three, short, and it goes over the backboard. Back to Archbishop Carroll with 5.50 to play here in the first quarter. A 2-0 lead, a slow start here on both sides. Yeah, you love the open look there for Paulus. Um, a proficient three-point shooter, but the entire LaSalle team trailing from behind, really no opportunity off the miss for an offensive rebound. And now it's Colin Daly off for Josh Sharkey. The Samford commit at the top of the key. He will launch. That's good for three. Josh Sharkey. Stukes went underneath the screen, and he let it go. I really don't think you can say enough about Josh Sharkey and what he learned playing from Derek Jones. I mean, the kid's got ice wood running through his veins. He's come up big at so many times in the past, and he's a tough matchup. Rimaldi leaves off for Shane Stark. They run into each other. Now back to Rimaldi. Top of the key, Stukes. Stukes down low. Double team comes on Stark. Fights through it anyway. Off the glass and good. 4-3 Explorers lead. Sharkey back down the floor quickly for Carroll. Dressed in their home whites. Now leaving up top for Ryan Daly. A long three. Again is short. And a great job to box out by Shane Stark. Forcing Mix Antums to go over the top. Let there be no doubt, there was a message sent to these explorers about taking care, boxing out defensively. They are all over the place on this defensive glass, and now you have an over-the-top foul. Should really be his second for Mix Adams and uh, the first personal foul of the game for Carroll. Now Stukes across the timeline with the left hand. He's hounded by Sharkey. Shane Stark on the left wing directs traffic. Takes the screen, now leaves back for McTamney, who set it. Jump-stopping in the lane, fights through, and scores after rattling around the rim. He hit it from three feet away. From a starting perspective, this can't be going any better than you would hope for if you're a little salad explorers. They're setting their own pace here and scoring very well in the paint. Rigsby, the lefty, shoots the three. Back iron no good. It's tipped up to himself. Kylan Daly, a great job. Now off for Sharkey. Elbow two, no good. And Dan Ramaldi comes down with another rebound for the Explorers. Three rebounds for Dan Ramaldi in the early going. He's tough, man. And McTamney went through the legs. He lost it. Rigsby's going to come up with it. Three on two. All the way through the lane and an offensive foul. John Rigsby ran right into Dan Ramaldi. And now it looks like a technical foul has been called against Ryan Daly. Yeah, once again, you talk about a glue-type player. That all starts, all of it starts, Bob, with Dan Ramaldi. Getting in position, holding his ground, willing to take the contact for his team. And, Joe, that will go against number 14, John Rigsby, the technical as well. So that's two quickly against Rigsby, the senior guard at 6'3". He's averaging 11.5 points a game. And here we sit with 3.58 to go in the first quarter. He has two fouls. Matt Paulus will take the technical free throws. And, Bob, really, like we've been talking about, for, if you're the LaSalle Explorers, you can't be any more happy with the way this game has started. You know, you're out to an early lead, 6-3. We talked about starting quickly and getting a lead early. They've done that. And three personal fouls and a Carroll team that seems out of sync. Matt Paulus knocked down the first free throw again. An open lane here as the two teams gather by the midcourt stripe. Paulus' second end-over-end spin, and it's good. 8-3 Explorers lead, 3.58 to play, and Paulus will come off the floor. Some serious chatter going on right now between Jared Stukes and Sharkey. That really will be a great matchup. It was Ace Carter's matchup to watch in the pregame show, and we'll be watching it here. 
It'll be Stukes to walk the ball across the timeline, explore possession, high right-handed dribble, finds Isaiah Jones who just checked into the game. They swing it to the left wing, and now up top to Shane Stark. Explorers in no hurry here, Joe, as they work around to Romaldi. Yeah, I like the matchup with Stark on the right side, though. If they can get him going towards the basket, give him a pass in motion, and he's tough to stop when he's got a head of steam behind him. Now Stark dribbles right into the double team. Somehow stayed through it, but he traveled in the process. Somehow ended up at the strong side block, Joe, but not after traveling on his way there. Yeah, an easy call there for the official and three early travels for the Explorers. Sharkey gets into the lane, hangs, and now gets off to Antums. Antums can't finish. Sharkey steals it from Stark after getting the rebound, and they'll reset on the baseline. Sharkey, great look to Daly on the baseline. That one is short. It hit the wire up top, and it'll go back to LaSalle. Not the kind of start you're hoping for if you're Ryan Daly. 0 for 3 in the early going from beyond the arc, and a big reason why Carroll's trailing by five here early on in the first quarter. 3-13 to play for uh, the first quarter here in what should be a great game here in the Philadelphia Catholic League. The LaSalle Explorers dressed in their road navy blue uniforms, the white trim and the gold numbers, maneuvering from left to right on your radio dial. Jared Stooks guarded by Sharkey, got by him, finds McTamney. McTamney jump stops in the lane, and he'll finish off the glass. A timeout for Archbishop Carroll, and they want to talk things over down seven. McTamney's going to get the credit for the basket there, but I'll tell you, all the credit belongs to Jared Stooks. He attacked that basket, collapsed the defense. That kick out, two dribbles in the lane, a bucket, big time. And I'll give some credit here to Ryan McTamney as well. That's a great move, but it's not his first here, Joe. You can see that he's not settling for the three-point shot there is some groundswell around this league to say, hey, he's a clutch three-point shooter. Well, yes, he is, but Joe, there's a lot more to his game than that. Oh, there's no doubt about it. With his size at six foot five, you know, he does a lot of things with the basketball in his hands. He can shoot, he can get to the basket and finish, but he's also a very proficient passer as well, which keeps the defense honest. You know, when you're playing up against Ryan McTamney, he's got a lot of options around the court. You, you don't really, you don't think a lot about it, but you have a kid like Jared Stukes who put up 20 against Father Judge. There's players outside of Ryan McTamney on this team that have the ability to fill it up, and that keeps the defense honest. And now the Carroll team down the floor dressed in their home whites, the gray trim and the red numbers. Ryan Daly on the right wing finds Sharkey. Now Colin Daly, extra pass to the baseline. A long two is no good. And the rebound down to Shane Stark. Another great job boxing out underneath by Shane Stark. Phil Held, who just checked into the game, maneuvers back to the top of the key. Senior leader out of Angela Assumpta Academy. Isaiah Jones, number 25, threw it away. Threw it right into the hands of Sharkey. And he's going to go to the bucket and lay it in easily. Not surprising to see the steals coming from Shane Starkey. Had eight earlier on this year against Bonner in their Catholic League opener. He's got quick hands, very disruptive in the passing lanes, and you saw it on display right there. Some miscommunication as well between Stukes and Jones, and Jones and Dempsey had a few words. Now Stukes will get it back on the left wing. It shuffles his feet and travels once again. He went for the spin move, Joe, but never set and ended up picking them both up. Yeah, and for LaSalle right now, you see Carroll starting to get a little bit of momentum back. LaSalle's got to keep their pace. You don't want to get in a foot race with Carroll. That's not the end game. The end game is to have controlled possessions and get looks going towards the basket. That time, Jared Stoops a little bit out of control, lost his footing, and an easy call for the officials for the fourth walk of the game for LaSalle. 
A minute 49 to play, first quarter, a 10-5 lead for the Explorers. Antums got the ball on the feed down low. Phil held on the mismatch, forced to stick his hand in there and commit the foul. Not a bad foul there for LaSalle. Mismatch underneath. Now they got a reset for Carroll underneath their own basket. You know, you like that foul just to avoid the easy basket. Kari Williams and Alex House into the game. And now Ryan Daly gets the ball stripped away from him as he was inbounded. Ryan McTamney with good hands at the weak side block. They'll do it again this time from the left side block. Number three, Josh Sharkey to inbound. Antum's got the ball back. He's fouled again this time by Chris Ferguson. And I think, Chris, what you see there is the extra attention being paid to Ryan Daly, the leading scorer in the Philadelphia Catholic League. Chris Ferguson just took that half step toward Daly on the curl and left his man Antum's. He had really had no choice there but to reach around. His uh, got found himself completely out of position. But that's one thing. I mean, you hear it again. The whistle there. Chris Ferguson will never foul. I mean, when he goes in there, he's in there for one reason. He's a big body and he's tough as all get out. So when he gets in the game, you're going to realize he's there. And that is a second foul, like you said, Chris. He blocked Ryan Daly on his way to the bucket. That was a mismatch that Archbishop Carroll certainly liked. When the game was getting out of control a little bit earlier on this year against Conwell Egan. Head coach Joe Dempsey wisely put Chris Ferguson in the game, and he goes—he's just, just a disruptive force now. I mean, he really can. He can settle things down for the opposing teams. I, I wouldn't want to go up against him. And now they have to inbound toward the backcourt. Kari Williams went up and got it with one hand right by the logo. Now Sharkey spins into the lane, staying with him well was Jared Stukes, but he somehow finished it at the bucket. A great job by Josh Starkey. Somehow is right. Looked like that third step happened. And, he saw Coach Dempsey. He wanted the wall, too. I think, he, I think he deserved one. Seven for Archbishop Carroll. They trail by three to LaSalle, who has ten. A minute 17 to play first quarter. McTamney to the bucket. He'll get all the way there and softly put it off the glass and in. A great move that time to dummy the handoff and go right to the hoop for McTamney. Bob, it really is amazing how effortlessly he makes it look getting to that basket. Long strides, long limbs. It's, 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 it's a work of art out there. House on the left wing. They'll move it now to Kari Williams. Explorers in a man-to-man -man defense. Chris Ferguson guarding strong against Antums. They want to get it to him. Now Williams on the left wing. They'll back it out. Explorer defense working hard. 43 seconds to play. Antums over the right shoulder. No good. Ferguson gets the rebound and whipped it to Jared, Jared Stukes. He was lucky to catch that one. Yeah, the quarterback still thinking he might be on the football field that time. <laughs> But I'll tell you, 29 seconds left. You don't blame LaSalle if you consider holding on. Just get one good look here and keep that momentum with five points to end the first. Five-point lead to end the first half. 20 seconds to play, now 19. McTamney has a top of the key. He's guarded by Daly. McTamney's going to take him one-on-one. -on -one. Getting to the bucket again. Leaves off for his man, Ferguson, who couldn't hit it. Romaldi gets blocked on the next rebound. Five seconds to shoot, and it's knocked off the foot of Chris Ferguson. He doesn't like the call, but pass the end line and back to Carroll. About five seconds and a player like Josh Sharkey on the court. That's plenty of time for him to get up there and get a good look. 5.3 seconds to play. Explorers lead 12 to 7 on the road at Archbishop Carroll. Full court to go. Explorers don't even come up and guard the ball. Sharkey is going to let it roll and pick it up at three quarters court. Into the lane he goes with the left hand. He's not going to get it up. Instead, he passed it off to House. He didn't have that type of time, and we run out of the time here in the first quarter. After eight minutes of play, the Explorers 12, Archbishop Carroll 7. We'll take a quick break here on Bob Long Sports, and you're listening to Explorer Basketball, and we're presented by Dunphy Ford. 
Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Welcome back to the main line. It's Archbishop Carroll High School. The site of tonight's LaSalle versus Carroll basketball game, live on Bob Long Sports and brought to you by Dunphy Ford. Bob Long and Joe winning here to bring you this one. And Joe, after eight minutes of play, this LaSalle team has really gotten essentially what they've wanted. You know, a few things here or there where it's a few too many turnovers, uh, a couple nice shots from Archbishop Carroll. But besides that, very nice start for this Explorer team. Well, I mean, really the story, I think, of the first, uh, of the first quarter at least was a technical foul called on Ryan Daly, the senior leader, showing Carroll a little bit out of sync here. And, you know, it can't really be lost that they're coming off a 23-point defeat to Newman Goretti their last time out. It's got to be fresh yep. in their memory. Um, so, I mean, frustrations are running high. There's no real surprise, but, you know, for Coach Paul Romanchik, can't let that leak out onto the basketball court. And we can check the book, but I think that might have gone against Rigsby as well, but we'll check that at half. And we're now underway here in the second quarter. Stark at the top of the key finds Isaiah Jones. Jones is guarded tightly by Ryan Daly, off for Dan Romaldi on the right wing. Romaldi takes a left-handed dribble off to Paulus. Paulus leaves for Stark. Stark back up top, barely got to Paulus, and the Explorers lucky to be able to reset. This is now your matchup. Stark gets it inside, double team comes. Romaldi on the cut, and he finishes at the rim. That was your matchup right there. Got the double team, the cut to the basket by Romaldi for a nearly uncontested layup, but really tough take by the Explorers. And that's a matchup now with you have, when you have Mickums on the bench. Now Sharkey has it on the left wing. He's guarded by Jared Paulus. Or Jared Stukes, I should say, is the three as well short. Isaiah Jones with the rebound. I made that mistake earlier, Joe. Jared Paulus, that'd be one heck of a player, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Nice little, nice little combination. Stark nearly fumbles the ball, but stayed with it. 14 to 7, the Explorers lead by 7. Isaiah Jones gets into the lane. Off for Stark, to the bucket. He tried to dunk it home, but it was in and out. Back down the floor quickly, Ryan Daly. Through some contact, he finishes underhand off the glass. Yeah, you love the idea there by Stark attacking the basket, but those long rebounds lead to transition buckets for the opposing team. That time, Carroll, Ryan Daly were the benefactors. Shane Stark picks up his dribble in a tough spot. Hands off for Paulus. Paulus through the lane. Back up top to Stukes. Stukes with the high right-handed dribble finds Stark. To the bucket he goes. High off the glass. He can't finish. And it makes its way back to Romaldi. Off for Paulus now. He's got a lane to the bucket. Shoulders contact and is fouled on his way there. Up top, Joe. House had the block, but down low there was a lot of contact. You know, one of the keys we talked about in this game for LaSalle was limiting second-chance opportunities for the opponent. That time, LaSalle got the advantage of an offensive rebound, a strong take by Stukes, and now a trip to the charity line. 
Jared Stukes to the line, end over end spin, and good on the first. It's 15 to nine. As the rest of the Explorer team, the four of them, stand by head coach Joe Dempsey, not worrying about the rebound, taking criticism, critique, and game plan from their head coach. And this is the guy, really, you want to see at the line. I'll tell you, against Roman last Monday night, two old-fashioned three-point plays when he got fouled and got to the basket. He made them all. Um, right here, he splits the pair in and out. I jinxed him. Ryan Daly to the bucket, off the glass and good. You can count it with one more coming. Phil Held with the rack, the rack across the wrist and will go to the line to shoot one more. You're talking about the senior Ryan Daly. Average is 22 and a half a game. I mean, he's going to get his. The question is, can you answer? So far tonight, LaSalle's been able to do so. Six minutes left here in the second quarter. We're two minutes through. A four-point lead for the moment. And Ryan Daly a bit short on his free throw, so it remains a four-point lead for the Explorers. Now leaving off for McTamney, thought about the long three. Instead spots up and elects to pass it off to Jared Stukes. He kicks it past the end line, and it's deflected, they say. That looked like a backcourt to me. Yeah, LaSalle got away with one there. And, and now an offensive foul. Call. So LaSalle's not going to like that makeup call. That results in a foul against Jared Stukes. I mean, is there any question that, that was backcourt? No. It went off Jared Stukes' foot. Went, out, went, went across the half line. He went back and got it. But the makeup call on the opposite side, we're not at, well, that's not apples and apples there. It's apples and oranges. A turnover versus a foul. For Stukes, I think it's only his first, so no real issue there. But you know, still. That's exactly right. It could some, be something that we pay attention to as this game goes on. The Explorers in a man-to-man -man here. And they leave Rigsby wide open for three. No good. And Stark. Got a hand on it. Sharkey came back with it. Up and off the glass and good. He faked it behind the back to his teammate Jesse McPherson. Kept it right in his back pocket and put it up from his hip and in. It's getting very, very chippy out there, Bob. It is. Now Paulus, a long three. In and out, no good. And the rebound came down to McPherson. A good, strong board. Now Sharkey leaves off for Rigsby. And he's fouled on his way there by Shane Stark. He flew right into him. This should not be a shooting foul, Joe but a hard foul nonetheless. No doubt, but more importantly, with five minutes and three seconds left, that's six fouls for LaSalle. One more, and you look at the one-on-one -on -one situation for Carroll. And now they're giving him foul shots. Joe, I didn't see that as a shot. It looked like he was leaving off for his teammate coming across the lane. There haven't been a ton of complaints about it. Yeah, and that, that's, a that's a definition of continuation right there. They're giving him the basket. Yes. There's a shot attempted. End over end spin, and he's good on both. 15 all, 5.03 to play, second quarter. Explorers. I'm completely lost. I'm completely lost how he gets to the free throw line on that one. Yes, I'm 100% with you. Now Stukes off for Paulus, and they could not finish at the rim. Sharkey back down the floor. Hesitation dribble. A shot from the elbow, no good. Rigsby doing yeoman's work underneath, and he's fouled as he got the rebound and went back up. This time it's Ryan McTamney, and he has an earful for the referee to hear. When LaSalle was holding that 15-9 lead, it really looked like it was the Carroll offense that was out of sync. Now LaSalle looking out of sync on both ends of the floor. Coach Dempsey going to pull, pull his, seat, his junior guard captain over onto the sideline, Jared Stukes, try to get this ship righted. Now it's Rigsby, the lefty to the line. Soft off the front rim, off the glass, and it goes down. Four minutes, 41 seconds, and Joe, Archbishop Carroll has just taken the lead. That has to 
give them a bit of confidence. It's the second free throw, well short. Rebound came all the way back on a hop to Matt Paulus. But getting a good offensive possession here for LaSalle is critical. Not necessarily even a basket, just a better possession to get some rhythm back for this offense. Paulus is going to get into the lane, back up top for Jared Stukes. Now Romaldi has it. He gets into the lane, off the glass, no good. It was way too high. But Stukes chases it down. A nice job by Stukes to maintain possession. Serious speed. Serious speed from the junior guard. Matt Paulus with the head fake. And now he'll launch. It's good. Matt Paulus from the right wing puts the Explorers back up too. And quickly before the inbounds, head coach Joe Dempsey will take a timeout. This is a 30-second timeout. I'm sorry, Bob. When you need an answer, who's there to get it for you? Matty Paulus, right? Get last week, I keep going back to that Roman game, but three threes and they all came at clutch times. Another example there, just stepped up when his team needed him to quell some of that carom momentum as they were on a 6-0 run. That's right, and anybody on this coaching staff or on the team doesn't even want me mentioning this because once you leave the gym, something like this is over. It's done with. But the one-point win against Monsignor Bonner on the road, it was a game that they just didn't really bring it the way they should have. Matt Paws wasn't even in the building, and so you see the value that a guy like him brings, and here he is back on the floor. Well, if nothing else, he, he's, he's a calming influence. He's someone else out there on the floor that can take some of that pressure off Ryan McTammany and Shane Stark. I mean, you know, you have two guys that are built 6'6 you know, six, six and 6'5. Six, they're, they're you know, more built towards getting to the basket, but they can shoot. Matt Paulus is a pure three-point shooter. Paulus knocked in that last three, and the Explorers lead by two, 18 to 16, 403 to play, and Carroll in their home whites, and now the three is no good. Sharkey into the lane, shoulders some contact, didn't get it to go as he glided across the lane. He chucked it up with the right hand off the side rim, but he got some contact. This foul will go against Dan Romaldi, Joe. The Cardinals sent you know, those offensive rebounds always, not always, it just seems like always leads the points on the second opportunity. Sharkey's free throw, up and good. Within one now is Archbishop Carroll. I know we talk a lot about Ryan Daly, and for good reason, the kick and flat-out play, but, you know, Sharkey gets missed so much in the conversation. He's just a flat-out Philadelphia basketball player. At 5'10", the senior off for Samford next year. LaSalle nearly turned it over. Dan Romaldi was coming back into the backcourt as he caught it. That could have gone either way. Now the back cut is blocked. Jared Stukes got to the basket, but it was blocked on his way there by McPherson. Now a corner three. Back iron no good. Sharkey gets the long rebound. Now Colin Daly will try it. It's good. The Daly brothers unite, and Collins went down. Back-to-back -back possession. Sharkey getting the offensive rebounds. And now too quick that time for McTamney. He went to the bucket and never really had a chance. Now to the bucket. An offensive foul is called against Ryan Daly. As he ran over the LaSalle player, Shane Stark has a word or two. Joe, I think that's a tough call there. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, you love it to see LaSalle get the benefit there, but really, you know, did everything he could to avoid the contact, did Ryan Daly. And really, off-bound shot, left-handed floater, it drops. He thinks life's good, comes up with another foul. You know, that's the second offensive foul called against Carroll this evening. It's another one. I, it, this refer the officiating early on has been a little suspect. It's a tough game here. It's a very fast game, but in a game where there's a lot of tensions, uh, you don't want the refereeing to 
accentuate any of that. Stark spins well in the lane, maintained his pivot foot, and up and off the glass with the left hand, he scores. And that's the one thing you know about this LaSalle team. They're not going anywhere. They're going to keep battling with you, and that's exemplifying Shane Stark underneath. A nice, a nice drop step to the basket, a bucket to get him back to within one. LaSalle's got to maintain some momentum before half. Sharkey had to get rid of it. And now it's LaSalle coming the other way. He lost on his way there. Paulus to the bucket. Got it off to McTamney. A three. Left wing. No good. And the rebound down to Ryan Daly. Daly will take it across the timeline himself. Behind the back is goes. And Rigsby found McPherson who will dunk it home. A two-handed flush. Much more the speed that Archbishop Carroll wants to play at. Up tempo. Run the floor. That's how the Patriots want to play. Now Stukes might have pushed off on the way there. Finds Paulus jump stopping in the lane. It's rejected into the corner. Stukes has it now. Back to Paulus. Paulus nearly ball has it, stake, has it taken from him. We're under two minutes to play here, Joe. The Explorers trail by three, and Shane Stark will hold the ball in his right hand to slow things up. Again for LaSalle, crucial. Crucial right now to have a good offensive possession. As you hear this, Carroll Jim coming alive for the home team. Stark off the dribble. Might have been hand-checked on his way there. Stayed with it and floated it up with the right hand. Has a couple words for McPherson on his way down. And it's back to a one-point game. Now John Rigsby is fouled by Matt Paulus. That's the ninth team foul against LaSalle. And Rigsby, the lefty, will go to the line to shoot one and one. Joe, the score here, Carroll 23, LaSalle 22, a minute 24 to play in the second quarter. I'll tell you, Bob, there, there's no love lost here tonight. These two teams are bound up and down the court, made basket, missed basket. You're seeing it. They're going back and forth at one another, playing physical. This is Philadelphia Catholic League basketball at its finest. This is the fixture. If you're not here at the game or not listening on Bob Long Sports, not sure what you're doing, this is the place to be here on Tuesday evening. John Rigsby to shoot the front end of the one and one. It's good. He earns himself his second. Bob, once again, you know, we talked earlier about how much tension Ryan Daly and, and Josh Shark get. But Rick, I mean, Rigsby's another big-time player as well, averaging a little bit over 11 points a game. You know, he's a stat filler, and he gets two more. Fills them both up on the free throw. He'll take a seat back into the game. Kari Williams, a 6'3 junior in his place. Carroll doesn't go fantastically deep, but the minutes that are played off the bench from Williams and McPherson are really quality ones, Joe. No question about it. They've gotten great production off the bench just here tonight alone. And for LaSalle, that's been, a, you know, been, been an area of strength as well as getting contributions from players outside the starting five. Stark spins again to the bucket. Too easy for Shane Stark right now. Off the glass and good. And he answers the two free throws from Carroll with two of his own. But with that being said, I'll tell you right now, the starter, Shane Stark, he's doing a nice job for the Explorers. They only look too deep on that bench tonight. Now Josh Sharkey spins in the lane. Might have lost the pivot foot again. And Joe Dempsey is irate. Ryan Daly, top of the key. Give and go to the bucket. It's taken right off his hand. A huge block from a combination of Stark and McTamney. Jared Stukes nearly lost it. Came back up with it. 31 seconds to play. Head Hold coach it. Joe Dempsey calling Hold for it. one there shot. Go. There you go. That's the right play. 100% the right play, Bob. LaSalle trails by one. It will be Shane Stark to let the ball bounce aimlessly in front of him. 16 seconds now. Carroll won't budge. They stay back in their base man-to-man -man defense. We're under 10 seconds to play. They want to isolate for Stark. He gets to the bucket. 
Cannot get it there. Daly has it. They don't want to foul. They're going to get the shot off. Sharkey got it off with the left hand. No good. He got hammered on his way there. I kind of can't believe that there's no foul call there, Joe. The only reason I think they don't get it is because the referees swallow the whistle because it wasn't really that picture-perfect shot attempt, but that's a foul. Oh, there's no doubt about it. Really, Bob, we talked about it. The officiating is, they look a little bit overwhelmed with the physical nature of this game. I think I that's be a honest. great I way think, to put it. I just think it's overwhelming them a little bit. 25-24. I'm not going to repeat that as they come over here. but yeah. Of course, but <laughs> everyone on the BLS community has heard you loud and clear. After 16 minutes of play, we got a good one here at Archbishop Carroll. Carroll leads 25-24 to against LaSalle. We'll take a break here, come back for the halftime show. Bob Long and Joe winning. You're listening to Explorer Basketball on Bob Long Sports, and we're brought to you by Dunphy Ford. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Elmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Elmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com. 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. Elmarksigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag MakeBetterHappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. This is Bob Long here, and you certainly know me from BLS, doing LaSalle College High School broadcasts, our weekly radio shows, and everything in between. However, during the 9 to 5, I am a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia area. If your business is looking for financing or any other type of assistance, you can reach me at 215-328-2578. That's 215-328-2578. I've had experience in the energy industry, healthcare, public finance, as well as in manufacturing and leasing. Bob Long, a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia market, helping your businesses grow. Hey, Bob Long sports fans, how can you stay involved with the site anytime? A reminder to follow us on Twitter, at Bob Long Sports. You can also access our Facebook group. Just search Bob Long Sports and it'll come right up. And then, if you have a smartphone, you can listen to any of our live programming by visiting the Ustream app, that's U-S-T-R-E-A-M, searching Bob Long Sports, all one word, and you can access any live programming on the Bob Long Sports Network. 
So be sure to stay connected to Bob Long Sports. Bob Long Sports. Bob Long Sports, your daily dose of sports. Sports. BobLongSports.com gives you not only the best radio broadcasts on the Internet, but plenty of articles as well. Stay up to date on your Penn State football team. Stay up to date on college football, the MLB, the NFL, and every other major sport out there. Tune in to all the radio shows and be sure to check our website regularly to see what content we have up now. And when you hear that jingle... Bob Long Sports, Bob Long Sports, your daily dose of sports. Sports. You know you're in the right place. Welcome back to Archbishop Carroll High School. It's the halftime show here on Bob Long Sports with Bob Long and Joe winning. And, Joe, first of all, it's great to have you back. I know that you've done some games with us in the past and most recently the game against Roman Catholic. But for me, it's my first time broadcasting a game with you, I think, since Roman Catholic three years ago. It's great to have you back. It's a pleasure to be here. It's like riding a bike, isn't it? That's absolutely right. You just get right back on and picked up exactly where you left off. And let's, uh, let's put on your analysis hat now. That first half, what you saw what uh, you didn't see that you might have expected to see and what you see moving forward here into the second half. Well, I would have thought after the first quarter that that the first half was going to belong to Ryan McTamney, the way he was getting to the basket. But it was really for the explorer Shane Stark who stepped up um, when the tension started flaring a little bit. He was the one that was going toe-to-toe and getting big buckets in the second quarter. Alternatively, uh, you know, you look at at Archbishop Carroll, um, a team that, you know, on paper, it seems to have, you know, based on Division One uh, scholarships, would, would seem to have more talent. But once again, LaSalle comes out and shows, I mean, listen, because I'm not interested in what's on the paper. You know what I mean? Just like they did against Roman. I, I, let's go out there and play. I think Coach Dempsey, after Friday night's game, sent a clear message saying, you know what, we're, 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 just, we're just barely beating the teams that we're supposed to be. Let's go out there and beat a team that we're not supposed to You know, people don't think LaSalle's yep. supposed to beat Carroll at Carroll. But they play like they should every minute of this first half. And it has huge standings implications. Archbishop Carroll second only to Newman Garetti with a 7-1 league record. LaSalle bunched up in a tie for third with Conwell Egan, Roman Catholic, and St. Joe's Prep. They're all at 6-2. There's a two-game drop-off from there, Joe. So it's very important in these last couple weeks of the season to assert yourself. Are you going to be number three? Are you going to be number six? Where are you going to fall in that four-team shuffle? at 6-2 and two right now, and I think that's going to be a question that will be answered certainly over the course of the next couple of weeks, but over the next 45 or so minutes here yeah. from Archbishop Carroll. Well, like you said, I mean, and, and what's the end game? Like Ace Carter told us in the, in the pregame interview, the end game is to avoid Newman. You that's just right. don't want to play Newman, and that's what everybody's th- may, maybe not Carroll, maybe, you know, that might be the only team that thinks they can go with them, even, even though they lost by 23 last sure. time they played. And I but think the Roman game, Catholic eventually is going to have something to say about that, too. I know you hope they do. I know you hope they do. <laughs> for the hope of Penn State basketball, I know uh-oh, that. Uh-oh, you've outed me. <laughs> I am a Penn Stater. I did mention in the pregame show, but you're right. But no, but, you're but right. yeah, you know what? Um, they're, they're another team. When you look at Roman with that, with that firepower, they could, they could certainly, if they turned on, they can play with anybody in the state. Uh, but, you know, that was the point that was made early on was, you know, you're just a lot of these teams are just trying to avoid that semifinal ma- semifinal matchup. Well, the way to do it for LaSalle, you got to win tonight and you got to beat prep. That's exactly right. And those games, 
First of all, this being here on Babylon Sports tonight, and the St. Joe's prep game will also be on Babylon Sports. Strong. That's on February the 7th. That's You're everywhere. Game. I'm everywhere. That's what I do. No sleep? No sleep. Strong. <laughs> and a reminder of our programming upcoming. Now, the Sports Fan Base Network, our colleagues over there, will have the LaSalle against Archbishop Wood game. On Bob Long Sports, we will have the LaSalle versus St. Joe's prep hockey game. 7-20, first puck drop from Hatfield Ice. So what I want everyone to do is have the, all you LaSalle fans out there have your two computer screens, you know, one with the video and one with the audio that we'll have. Turn the video, turn the video audio off and turn our audio up. You can have all LaSalle sports all the time. What more can you ask for, Joe? I mean, they mandate these kids have computers in school now. That's right. You got an iPhone, you got a laptop, listen to them both. You know where to go. Now, I'll tell you, that's uh, just to jump off that topic real quick. Gotta, I got to tell you, I'm surprised at the way Wood has showed out early, early on this year. Sure. I thought that was going to be the team that was contending for that 3-4 spot. Instead, it's, you know, it's a battle between Egan and LaSalle. Um, right. And never, instead, it's a dangerous Wood team that will come out of the 6 or 7 spot. Exactly right. Exactly right. They're deep. They're talented. Um, and, you know, I think they're, they're going to benefit. Um, well, I shouldn't even say that because they, 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 they've lost the teams they should beat. I think they still have Carroll and at least Newman. I want to say they have Carol Newman and yeah. Roman still to play. And if that's the case, and then LaSalle as well, I mean, they could find their way out completely. Accurate. They sit in the 9-10 spot right now, and they could find themselves out with a couple losses if Bonner Prendy, if they play the way they did against LaSalle, rack up a few more wins. That's a huge game on Friday night. That's on Sports Fan Base. And then us here, Bob Long Sports, will have LaSalle against St. Joe's Prep Hockey. That is our coverage coming up, and then Bishop McDevitt will have that on Bob Long Sports on Sunday as well. We'll take a very quick break, come back for the second half, and you're listening to LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Welcome back to Archbishop Carroll High School. We're underway here in the second half. Quickly to work, Archbishop Carroll off the glass. No good from Ryan Daly. And the Explorers get the rebound. Shane Stark with a strong one. Down the floor quickly, Matt Paulus now. He'll settle things on the left wing. Rimaldi. And now a kickball. Colin Daly got his foot on it. And the Explorers will inbound from the sideline. Thought you might have a shot to see Carroll come out of the man-to-man. -man. I, I wasn't sure because really if you look at LaSalle, they were doing it you know, both from the perimeter and getting to the basket. I thought you had a shot to see them come out in the zone look, but they're going to stay in the man here to start things off in the second half. And the, not sure I agree. The Explorers want to spread the floor. Now it's Stark who took one dribble, picked up. He needs to get rid of it. Having some trouble up top, he gets it to Jared Stooks. Stooks inside to McTamney. Thought he might have been fouled. Nearly has the ball stripped. The cut now from Stooks. Fouled on his way up, and he'll go to the basket. And now to the line. He'll shoot two there. Yeah, Bob, you nailed that. I, I, I knew it was a foul. You knew it was a foul. I just didn't know if we were going to hear the whistle. A bit of a but late there was no one. question about it that he got fouled going up. He deserved the two, the two opportunities here from the free throw line. We talked a bit in the first half, especially at the end, about the struggles of this refereeing crew on both sides of the basketball. 
This one they got right to start off. Jared Stukes hits the first. We're tied at 25, 7-10 to play. Bob, Bob more, the more I watch Jared Stukes, the more I really like him as he knocks down the second one there to give LaSalle back the lead. I just, I like how he, I like his game the most defensively, but a pass first guard in this league that can score is so tough. Rigby off to Sharkey on the right wing. Sharkey now elbow extended, brings it to the top of the key. Off to Rigby. Rigby with a move as he gets it off to Annams. Backing down Starkey goes, nearly lost it. Stark goes up, might have gotten a hand on it. And now a foul, you can count it in one. Mix Antums goes down. He might have gotten poked in the eye as well. Grasping at his face and nose area, Shane Stark will be tabbed as the culprit. Yeah, I mean, you got every you know, got every dollar worth out of that foul, but Mix Antums, you, you can tell. I don't know if it's his nose or if it's, if it's his eye. He really looks out of sorts right now. It's got to be his eye the way he's going to it with the tears coming out. He not, may, not crying, but just teary looking in that right sure, eye. Sure, sure. I mean, you get punched in the nose or get a shot up near the eye. That's the natural inclination. And we'll see if he's even able to shoot this foul shot. It appears as if he will. Quite a job from Annams. And I don't see no any blood, blood No blood. I think he's looking for it, too, just to make sure. Now Mix Antums, a 6'7 senior. He's averaging five and a half points a game. Goes to the line to complete the old-fashioned three-point play. A high shot, end-over-end spin. It brought rain, and it went down. See, and that was where LaSalle had trouble last week with the big man underneath. It was Paul Newman last week for Roman. And when you see that matchup, I mean, Shane Stark has a lot of qualities about him, but he's not real thick. He's tall at 6'6", but not real thick. You look at Mick Andams, I mean, he's more built like a tight end or a linebacker than you see the other one, Shane Stark. Ryan McTamney spins to the bucket, off and off of the glass, no good. Tipped it up and in on the second effort. Ryan McTamney with the right hand put it home. Tied at 28, 6-11 to play, third quarter. Carroll moving from left to right on your radio dial. They're dressed in their home whites. It's now Ryan Daly getting to the bucket, draws a triple team and is fouled. I think that'll go against McTamney, and indeed it will. It's not, you know, it seems like an easy observation to make here, but when you talk about a kid like Ryan Daly, I mean, it's not a mistake that he's averaging about 22, 23 points a game. He can score in so many different ways. In the first half, he was settling for three-point baskets. They weren't dropping. So what does he do coming out in the second? Now he's attacking the basket and trying to get to the free throw line. The University of Hartford commit goes one of two, but the long rebound comes down to Rigby. Rigby's going to go up and finish off the glass. An explorer went down in the process. That was Shane Stark. It opened up the lane for Rigby to follow the miss home. Incredibly deflating when you have those second chance opportunities, especially off a missed free throw. 31-28, Archbishop Carroll leads over LaSalle at home. Stark gets it at the elbow. Looks for help, finds Limaldi. Baseline drive, and he gets blocked by Annams. That one barely got off his hands, Joe, and it went spiking beyond the baseline. Yeah, and for LaSalle right now, got to get a bucket. I know we talked earlier about get, having good possessions. Now Carroll's starting to feel themselves a little bit. You got to get enough. You got to get a shot made here to quell this momentum. 5.36 to play. Stark gets through the lane, lost the ball. Last touch by Stark, and it'll go back to Archbishop Carroll. Yeah, from my vantage point, it looked like it went off his right knee. 
Right call by the official there. The only alternative was a reach in. Don't think it was enough contact for that. So the right call made by the officials, Carroll Ball. Five minutes, 30 seconds to play third quarter, a three-point lead for Carroll. Sharkey all the way through the lane, up and off the glass, some English as well. And it was a great job by Mix Antums to seal the lane as Sharkey got by the initial defender. Shane Stark could not help. Now you're seeing two really different styles of offense, though, between LaSalle and Carroll. A lot of screens, a lot of body action away from the ball. For Carroll, LaSalle, more free form. And now Jared Sukes is fouled as he drives into the lane. This against Josh Sharkey, the home faithful, not pleased with that call. So for Sharkey, that was, that was his first of the game. In no trouble. So now it'll be Matt Paulus. After inbounding the ball, he gets it right back from Jared Stukes. Explorers work it to the left wing. It's Shane Stark. Antum's guarding him all the way out at the three-point line. We'll see if Stark takes advantage of that. Gets right on him. Up and off the glass. No good. It's tipped up. And Sharkey does a nice job. Got it right up in the air. Now goes behind his back to the bucket. He finishes high off the glass. What an individual move from Josh Sharkey. Shows why he's on his way to Samford next year. Unbelievable. And a great, a good time out there by head coach Joe Dempsey as Carroll's taking the, you know, really taking the air completely out of the cell bench in the cell uh, sideline here. Uh, but when you, you just can't say, I can't say enough. I loved the kid last year, Sharky. He played at LaSalle, he played at LaSalle with Derek Jones, and he stole the show. He stole the show. I think he had 25 points. He just, he's what you call a stat sheet filler. Against Archbishop Ryan this year, Carroll won 79-48. Sharky had 18 points, 10 assists, 6 boards, 2 steals. How about this in their home opener against Bonner? 18 points, 8 steals, 8 assists, 5 rebounds. The kid can literally do anything on the court. He's undersized, but he's tough as nails. And he's a tough matchup, you know, really. I, I didn't see the game against Newman, but I bet Quade Green had his hands full with Josh Sharkey. And Sharkey giving LaSalle all they can handle tonight as well, as you said, Joe. And 4.30 to play here, third quarter. Crunch time for the Explorers. They need to find their way back into this one and can't fall any further behind. McTamney to the bucket. It's taken right off his hands by Antums. It'll stay here with LaSalle. But Antums really making things difficult for this Explorer team as they try to drive to the bucket. Bob, if you're LaSalle, you got to keep attacking the rim. I mean, two block shots in a row regardless. Keep going towards it. Keep driving. McTamney will go up. This time he didn't have Antums in front of him. Saw that as an opportunity and rolled it right over the front rim. 35-30 now. LaSalle trails by five. Four minutes and ten seconds to play. And now a nickel-dimer here called against Ryan McTamney. Sold well by John Rigsby, the 6'3 senior. Yeah, complete sale job there. Throwing his hands up in the air off the contact. You know, the, the referees are just picking and choosing when they're going to call those fouls tonight. All throughout, the, all throughout this game, it's been super physical. And the officials want to call one there because he throws his hands up in the air. Rigsby, Rigsby almost lost it on the handoff. Pat, Matt Paulus gets on the floor. It's knocked out of bounds. Last touch by Josh Sharkey, and it'll go back to LaSalle. That's just more effort that time, Joe, from Matt Paulus. Yeah, that's what you get from him. He's high energy, you know, coming off a bout of, I believe, bronchitis back out here tonight, f battling hard. You know, might be a little bit of a disadvantage to not play for a weekend and not be together, but might have been the rest of the doctor ordered. 
LaSalle will walk it across the timeline. Jared Stukes with the left hand. Now Shane Stark has it to the elbow. Paulus flashed out, couldn't get the three up from the left wing, so they'll reset. Right wing now, Dan Romaldi moving with the left hand on the dribble to the top of the key. Off for Isaiah Jones now, and he'll back it up. To the logo he goes, LaSalle trailing by five, nearly gets the ball taken from him. Good defense from Daly. Instead, Stukes all the way to the bucket, left hand, no good. Stark flew in but couldn't get the rebound. And now some nifty dribbling, but they almost stole the ball, did LaSalle. Carroll very lucky to keep it, and now Isaiah Jones will be called for a foul as he got the hands in there against Josh Sharkey. Yeah, I got to tell you, I don't, I, I don't think the refs could have been could have been wrong calling on either Isaiah Jones or Jared Stoops. You see Phil Hell going to check in now for LaSalle. But again, I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a smart foul. They got the ball underneath the basket right. and numbers. It's a foul you got to take. And if it's on Isaiah Jones, I believe it's only a second. Now the inbound comes from underneath their own basket. Into the backcourt it comes. Romaldi got the tip. Ryan Daly chases it down. It somehow stayed inbounds. And now Daly will hustle it up the floor. Isaiah Jones, another careless foul. Can't give him credit for that one. I can't, give him, I can't call that one a good foul. Um, had numbers behind you. Ryan Daly with a full head of steam. It looked to me like Isaiah Jones was trying to you know, pick a pocket there that wasn't even, wasn't even remotely available. It, he just it was a big-time chop down. So really, I mean, I, you know, I think there's, there's really one reason why, you know, if your head coach, Joe Dempsey, the, the value of Chris Ferguson here is really just, you know, kind of get Mike Adams back in check a little bit, pull him out of the, pull him out of the lane. He's such a big physical body down there and, and not afraid to bang with anybody. Rigsby gets along the baseline, jumps out of bounds, and as he's doing so, gets it off to Sharkey. Sharkey with the jumps up into the lane, a blocking foul will be called against Jared Stoops. That's a tough one there, Joe. I don't know what you want Jared Stoops to do there on that play. He kind of backed up, and Sharkey jumps into him, both hands over his head with the ball, and he get called for a blocking foul there. That's kind of a tough one there. Yeah, and I was surprised when they were lining up around the free throw line. I, I, I didn't see how they were going to give him. That would have been, again, serious continuation to let him get to the free throw line on that one. Adams cut to the hole, and he got it to go home. Thought about dunking it, saw Isaiah Jones, and elects to just lay it in. I but that was a great slip to the hole, Joe. And the biggest lead of the game for Carroll now, tying it back at 7. 37-30, 2 minutes, 43 seconds to play third quarter. LaSalle on offense. Ferguson walks into a three. That well short. Sharkey with the rebound. 2-1-1. One, one, and Ferguson got up and blocked the ball against Ryan Daly. High off the glass. I didn't think I would usually see Chris getting that high, but there's some contact on the body side. So that will go to the line now, Ryan Daly. But, man, how about that ups? Chris Ferguson. Yeah, and, and, you know, just a little bit of a, a confusing set from my angle the last time down the floor for the Explorers. You know, I, I, you know, Chris Ferguson, I think, comes in there more of the enforcer type role. And both times tonight he's gotten in, you know, he's, he's, he's put up the three. Now, I got to give him credit. He had two threes against Newman earlier on this year. Right. But I don't think that's really the role they envision him in uh, with LaSalle being a three-point shooter. I think he's more of a guy they want close to the basket and fighting for those fighting for those points. Ryan Daly, one of two from the line. Joe, seven fouls already on LaSalle this half. Two minutes and 30 seconds to go in the third quarter. Big problem. And now we have a whistle. The referee will come to the scorer's table. Now we will try to get Looks like they might be resetting the clock. 
We're going to put it at 2 minutes and 25 seconds, it would appear. Right now it's listed as 2 minutes and 30 seconds. Perhaps the clock did not start after the free throw. That would be our best guess. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't pick up on it, so whatever. We're still not sure. There you go. All right, yeah, yeah, 2.25. So mm. now Stukes to inbound from underneath his own basket. They're having some trouble getting it in. They lob it up to Paulus. Paulus gets into the lane. Rigsby got a hand on it, but it found its way to McTamney. Back to Paulus, corner three. Back iron, no good. Stark with the rebound. Isaiah Jones, after getting the pass, elects to back it back out. Two minutes, nine seconds to play. Largest lead of the game for Archbishop Carroll. Their lead is eight. Yeah, getting that long offensive rebound, resetting. Got to get a good possession here. Run Stark. Set, get a look to the basket. Stark draws a double team, and the foul will be called against Josh Sharkey. He was going for the jump ball, but the foul was called as he got his hands in on the wrist. I got to tell you, though, one thing that I keep thinking about while I'm watching this Archbishop Carroll team is really like how good they could have been if David Beatty hadn't transferred out. I mean, this is a deep Carroll team. That, well, a front-loaded Carroll team now. But if you had David Beatty, who I believe is at St. I'm sorry. Matt Paulus took a corner three, and it hit a random piece of piping hanging down extremely low. I don't know. That might have been long anyway, Joe, but that is just in a very, very precarious spot. Yeah, you don't see that a whole lot. That's almost like playing back at the North, back in the North Catholic days, the real low gym. <laughs> I, I had the high archer, could touch it every time. Unbelievable. It's also like knowing your, your wall if you're an outfielder in baseball, and now a foul will be called against Archbishop Carroll. That's against Sharkey. That's either three or four, Joe. That's his third foul, yeah. Joe. Yeah, it's something to definitely keep an eye on. Only a minute 43 remaining in the third quarter, but a whole lot of time left in this game. Picking up three, he's got to go to the bench, and that's a huge, and you want to talk about a big loss. That's a huge loss. He, he's the engine that runs that offense. To have him go to the bench is a big bump for LaSalle. Got to get something going now, though. Final 100 seconds of the third quarter, and it's important, trailing by eight, that LaSalle gets this to a manageable margin. Going into the fourth quarter. Need a good possession here. It stukes on the baseline. Gets through. Finds Shane Stark. Looks like he got hit on the way there, but he finished it off the glass. A good double clutch and got it to go down. You know, we talk about shots that could have been made, could have been missed earlier on. Jared Stukes got to the basket a couple times, got blocked or missed. Well, that time the defense had to respect it. They collapsed, and that gave him a wide open lane to the basket for Shane Starks on the right side and a bucket that De LaSalle desperately needed. We'll see if Carroll has any interest in even taking a shot before the final seconds with Sharkey on the bench. Colin Daly to the rim. He will take the shot, and he will finish it, riding across the lane and getting it off the glass. Yeah, got Shane Stark to leave his feet, had to take it. McTamney wide open from three, no good. Colin Daly with the rebound on the weak side. And now Paulus gets the steal. Might have been fouled, but comes up with the ball. Back to Stukes, a great head fake, and goes off the glass. 35 seconds to play. We'll get a stoppage because the ball was being kicked around. So the clock will stop at 35.4 seconds to go. Gives LaSalle an opportunity to get Dan Maldi back into the game. Phil Held comes back as well, and the Explorers trail by six. I got to tell you, now you see Shane Sorry coming back in the game. 
I, I just don't, I, I don't, I don't like the call there. I, 35 seconds left to go. I know you want to get a bucket, but you're holding six at home. Have enough confidence in your team. You got a good team. Have enough confidence to keep him on the bench till the fourth. What if he picks up a sloppy foul here, turns one over, and grabs Matt Paul's hand? I just, I, I don't agree with the call. I don't agree with the decision. You got to be a senior at some point, Joe, and make a smart play. Learn to play with foul trouble, but I understand your point as well. And now it'll be Josh Sharkey to hold with 13 seconds to play. Sharkey off for McPherson. McPherson at the top of the key looks for help find Sharkey. It's knocked off the leg of Sharkey. Five to shoot, and now a foul is called against Isaiah Jones. He may have nudged forward just a little bit. A tough call, but Jones is called for the foul, and going to the line now is Josh Sharkey. Not what you want. It will be a one-and-one, one, Joe. So a miss will give the LaSalle Explorers an opportunity to go back and get a bucket of their own. 4.4 seconds to play. But with the double bonus looming already, and it's only not even the fourth quarter yet. I mean, it, it, it's just, it's just, it's, it's, it's darn near crippling when you have eight fouls in the third quarter with a whole nother stanza left to play. And we talked about the officiating crew here tonight early on. I thought they were letting them play a little too aggressively and I think now they're trying to make up for it and get some control back in this game. But a lot of calls here, I think, are a little phantom. 41-34, the first free throw good for Sharkey. He takes the second. And that one is also good. Back to an eight-point lead. And a substitution to get Josh Sharkey right back out of the game for the final defensive possession and final possession period of the quarter. Yeah, a little offense for defensive substitution. Or I guess, alternatively. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it worked out. I, I questioned the call, and it worked out. They got two points out of it, so. Stukes is going to have to let it go as he gets into the front court. McTamney gets it off in time. No good from the baseline. And after 24 minutes of play, LaSalle trails 42 to 34. It's second place against third place in the Philadelphia Catholic League. It's lived up to the billing, and we got a great eight minutes at the very least ahead of us as we go into the fourth quarter. We will take a break, come back on the other side for the fourth and final quarter of regulation. You're listening to Explorer Basketball here on Bob Long Sports, and we're brought to you by Dunphy Ford. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Welcome back to the main line, Archbishop Carroll High School for the fourth quarter of LaSalle against Archbishop Carroll. Bob Long, Joe winning alongside, and LaSalle Joe outscored 17-10 to 10 in that third quarter. A lot of things went right in that eight-minute stretch for Archbishop Carroll. Well, one thing we've seen time and time again, though, for LaSalle is that the fourth quarter has tended to belong to the Explorers. Outscored Roman 20-10 to 10 last week, took, took the game Friday night against Bonner into overtime. You know, it's it's a situation where you know you got it. You got to stop the bleeding quickly, though. This is not another one. Of the, I think this team is better than Roman. This Carroll team is is, is more uh, 
I don't want to say they're, they're better coached, but they're more disciplined. Um, and I think they're going to be tougher to come back on. So if they're going to do it, it's got to start now. Ryan McTamney through the lane. He's fouled on his way there. A great job to draw some contact. Uh, the other uh, side of that argument is that he dribbled into nowhere, but was bailed out with that foul and will go to the line to shoot too. And very quietly, look over at the scores uh, the, the scoreboard now, and you see Carroll starting to creep up with five personal fouls. You know, two away from the one and one for LaSalle. So both teams kind of flirting with some foul issues here early on in the fourth. McTamney a bit short on that one. It went off the side of the rim after nicking the front. He'll take his second. McTamney, a guy that's come up big for the Explorers all season long. Um, 30 points over North Pendigan in the season. 14 last week against Roman. 25 in the win Friday night. You know, it's, it's, just, it's, it's a senior that LaSalle's going to rely upon here tonight and all throughout the rest of the season to get it done for him. The senior averaging 17.2 points a game and deflects the pass. Now a double comes on Ryan Daly and a foul is called against LaSalle. Boy, that could have gone the other yeah. way, Joe. Could yeah, have been so what, a jump ball. What becomes critical here for the officials is you call the game. You don't have to worry about the coaches calling the game for you. You call the game. That was a jump ball first. That's the call you make. And now it's Ryan Daly to the line. He will shoot one and one. And I agree, it might have been on the rip itself where he tried to rip it away that that hand grazed, but that ball was tied up first. First free throw good from Ryan Daly. He'll earn himself his second. Seven minutes, 40 seconds to play, fourth quarter, end over end spin from Daly. He goes two of two, and it's a nine-point lead for Archbishop Carroll. And I think it's certainly safe to say when you're a player like Ryan Daly, you get a benefit of some of those calls. You're known in the Catholic League, you're a tough player. You know, you, sometimes you're going to get the, an otherwise questionable call to go your way. Jared Sooks lost the dribble, picked it right back up, high off the glass, no good. He got his own rebound. Paulus, top of the key three, no good. McTamney with the rebound, but he lost it, and it's last touched by Archbishop Carroll. Was it really, though, Joe? I, I, I think that's back to Carroll there. McTamney lost the ball unless Colin Daly got a hand in there, and then Colin Daly... Maybe he stepped on the line when he was knocking it out of bounds. I don't know. With the way these guys have been arguing every call from the officials, the fact that they didn't argue that one makes me think it's the right call. And now after the Stark miss, all the way down to the bucket, Rigsby put it in off the feed from number 11, Ryan Daly. Those two working well together today. LaSalle needs either a bucket or a timeout here, one or the other. And now a foul, a very, very needless foul against Colin Daly, and that is a mistake that you wouldn't expect out of the junior there. For Cal, their biggest lead of the game, 46-35. That's and this just, and like, like I was saying, just a very tough foul to take if you're Daly because you, McTamney's catching the ball back to the basket very far away from the rim, and you got to just stick your hand in the back. That's, that's not a good idea. Now Stukes will let the ensuing inbound play bounce into the backcourt, and he'll chase it down. Stukes goes right into him. Can't finish at the rim. Romaldi, a really strong rebound, but he gets blocked on his way up. Knocked out of bounds. Last touch by Colin Daly, avenging himself after that foul, Joe. Got himself a nice block. Yeah, but LaSalle attacking the glass on the offensive side. I mean, coming down uh, coming down on the past two possessions and grabbing two offensive rebounds to keep their possessions alive. They need a bucket, though. I mean, offensive rebounds are great, but you got to convert them into points. Six minutes, 40 seconds to play. An 11-point deficit for LaSalle. Stukes walks into a three. No good off the front rim. Back to Paulus. He'll launch the three. No good. Stukes, the smallest guy on the floor, gets the offensive board. Now baseline he comes. Backs it up for Paulus. He'll try again. Right wing. It's good. 
and a timeout for head coach Joe Dempsey. The third was the charm for the Explorers there, Joe. Three three-point attempts, and it's only two offensive rebounds that give Paulus that third look. Yeah, Bob, we said LaSalle needs either a bucket or a timeout. They get both, and they cut into that deficit only down eight now. 6.23 left to play, but you know, that's what happens. You get offensive rebounds, good things happen. You give your team second chances to score. And Matt Paulus is a guy that has all the tools to make those shots. He's, you know, uh, he's, he's got two in the game tonight, not shooting um, super proficiently, but is knocking them down. Um, and right there, a huge one fell us out. You know, an eight-point eight deficit, a lot to overcome, but a lot of time. 6.23 remaining in the game. And a LaSalle team that's shown that they can come back from big deficits. Down 10 last week to Roman in the fourth quarter. Be able to come back in that one and take it to overtime. But you don't want to go to overtime on the road. You want to, you want to take on a strong run here. Get the momentum back on your side. Get Carroll back on their heels like they were in the fourth, first quarter of this game. About to break the huddle now. It was a full timeout here from Archbishop Carroll. And the time is now, Joe. You're absolutely right. It was an absolutely huge three-point shot from Matt Paulus to get him right back in it. And now LaSalle is going to need to tighten up defensively, cause some turnovers, and get some buckets yeah, I like this. I, I like this look here from LaSalle, bringing the full court pressure off the timeout. Ryan McTamney will guard John Rigsby. Josh Sharkey's there as well. He's guarded by Isaiah Jones. They're having some trouble. Into the corner, Rigsby has it and finds Sharkey. He'll be able to walk it up the floor. Double team comes from behind on Sharkey. Wide open is Daly. Corner three, short, and an easy rebound for the Explorers. Just what the doctor ordered. Now Stukes to the bucket. He travels on his way there. May have lost the ball first, but it was knocked off someone from Archbishop Carroll. Joe, we had a tough angle at it, but there's a referee on that side that called it out on Carroll. The Carroll student section didn't particularly agree with it. Yeah, I mean, to me it looked like with the slide that it was probably a walk, but they're going to say it went off the foot of Josh Sharkey. <laughs> I had it like you had it, which was a walk, but I've had a lot of things differently in the officials tonight. <laughs> Six minutes, eight seconds to play. LaSalle fortunate to maintain the ball. They inbound it to Paulus in the corner, and he dribbles it up to the top of the key. Archbishop Carroll extending the man-to-man -man defense up toward the logo. Jared Stukes off for Paulus. He wanted the shot. Ryan Daly flashed out really well. Now Digsby just completely hand-checked Ryan McTamney. No foul call. And now a block from Antums against Jared Stukes, and he saves it himself. A great play from the senior big man. I'll tell you, when Carroll turns on that high-pressure man-to-man, they bring that high-top pressure. That's a suffocating defense. Wide open three. Daly tries it again. Colin Daly couldn't hit it. Antum's got the rebound. Up and good with the foul against Shane Stark. He'll go to the line to shoot one more. Offensive rebounds. <laughs> Devastating. Devastating. Second chance opportunity there for the big man. He makes us out pay for it. Ten-point lead could be 11. And that's the thing. I mean, that's as good as an interior pass because when you get it that low and you have that wide center of gravity that Antum has, it's just very tough. Good luck. For Shane Stark or anybody else, anybody. Joe. No doubt. No doubt. I, I, I tell you, I'd love to go watch when these two teams, when, when, when Carroll plays Roma at some point again this season, I'd love to go watch Andals go up against Paul Newman. Yes. Two big bodies, two good kids know how to use their bodies effectively. And now it's LaSalle trailing by 11. Five minutes, 22 seconds to play in the fourth quarter. Need to start moving. 
Down low they go to Shane Stark. A dangerous pass, but it got there. Stukes, top of the key three. It's good. Back to an eight-point deficit. Jared Stukes answers the bell. Yeah, you know the Explorers, one thing's for sure, they're not going to go away. That was a big-time ball movement. Interior out, back out to the open Stukes. Knocks down the three when the sound needed it. Under five minutes to play, 4.58 exactly, and a 30-second timeout for Archbishop Carroll. And now, Paul Romancic, if you are him right now, what is the discussion leading by eight under five minutes to play and in the double bonus? Well, it's a reminder that you are up by eight and we're at home, right? So if you're getting a little bit out of control on the offensive side, what's the reason? It's our home court. We have possession. Let's play like we're up eight, not like we're down eight. That last possession, they came up and ran right into the pressure that LaSalle was trying to bring up top. I think Romancic's make, making the call here for the timeout to tell his team to a little bit of composure, guys. You know, we're seniors. We're a senior-driven team. Let's play under control. We, we don't take. We don't run into the. We don't run into the defense, into the traps and the sides. Keep it towards the middle of the floor. Keep it in Josh Sharkey's hands. It's that simple. And I think it might be a discussion with Sharkey as well because Sharkey did a a crossover dribble, but it was a bit lazy, and Jared Stukes almost got a hand on it. Important of ball security. You have a great D1 player, but you also have another fantastic player guarding him. So now Sharkey gets the handoff from Rigsby, and into the backcourt it comes. Now that, into the front court comes Rigsby. That Sharkey-Stukes matchup has lived up to its billing for sure. And Sharkey cut right through two explorers, extra pass. Daly, I think a bit hesitant after missing two threes in a row. Sharkey, I thought, walked. Extra step, but got to the rim off the glass and good. I don't know what a walk is anymore. I see this all the time in the Catholic League, in grade school basketball. It's the third step. It's dragging the second foot. I, I don't understand it. A strong move at the bucket from Ryan McTamney off the feed from Matt Paulus. Up and good with the right hand and a 30-second timeout that will now be extended to a full by the Explorer coaching staff. 4.26 to play. LaSalle hanging around, answering every time Carroll gets a bucket, but it's still an eight-point deficit, and they have their work cut out for them. We'll take a break, come back on the other side. You're listening to Explorer Basketball on Bob Long Sports, and we're brought to you by Dunphy Ford. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Final four minutes and 26 seconds here from the main line, Archbishop Carroll High School for Carroll against LaSalle. And we are back for the final action here in regulation. Eight-point lead for Carroll. Josh Sharkey with the basketball through the lane. To the rim, count it, and one. He got pushed by Jared Stukes, and that's a good call from the referee. He had a tough angle for it, but great job by the referee to see that, and a great finish from Josh Sharkey. Bob, what do we just talk about in the break? If I was Archbishop Carroll, I wouldn't take the ball out of his hands. Sharkey did this to LaSalle last year at LaSalle. 
he can take over the game. You don't think so? He's so small, five foot eight, five foot nine. But they, listen, they, they might listen at five foot ten. But I'm they six do, three. Yes. Then. Um, but, you know, <laughs> it's, it, he's just he has the ability with his speed to absolutely take over a game. And he floats when he leaves his feet. He just floats in the air. 54-43 after Sharkey's able to complete the three-point play. Now McTamney spins into the lane. Up and no good. He'll go to the line to shoot two. It rolled almost all the way around the rim, Joe, and rolled off. That, that foul's important for two reasons. A, it gets Ryan McTamney to the line. B, it gets Carroll into the bonus. So now for LaSalle, Carroll has 17 fouls. That gives Carole, LaSalle the opportunity to get to the free throw line or any following foul. McTamney spins the ball in his hands, eyes up the rim, end over end spin, it's short off the front rim. Four minutes, one second left. McTamney has to hit this second one here to get this back to just a 10 point deficit. Frustrating for LaSalle, some missed opportunities from the free throw line tonight. So tough to overcome. McTamney, second free throw again short. Perhaps the legs, Joe, a bit weary, a tough physical game on both sides. 3.54 to play. LaSalle still trails by 11. Sharkey with the crossover dribble into the lane. He's fouled by Dan Romaldi. Now, we didn't see the body contact, Joe. The LaSalle fans not happy with it. It was absolutely all ball. Never got off his hand, but he may have shoved his way into him with the body. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I didn't dislike that call because it looked him from my angle like he was riding him to the left side. I mean, someone with, with lacks that kind of size, it's easy to tell when he's being rerouted, so to speak. And that time it did look like he kept going further and further away from the basket. So I think that was the right call. Doesn't help LaSalle out anymore as he knocks down the front. How about the quickness of Josh Sharkey? I mean, we've talked about it all game, but that crossover dribble, lightning quick, and then all of a sudden he's into the lane before you can even blink. And he hits two of two well, from the line. Now a 13-point lead. And Bob, I'll tell you, what, what becomes crazy is how often you notice, I mean, I, I call it, they're playing in his back pocket. He's got everybody riding his back hip. And now Paulus is blocked on the other end. It was kept in bounds. Antum blocked it and then got it again. He's made a habit of that tonight. Now Rigsby to the bucket, up and under with some English off the glass. And it's a 15-point lead for this Archbishop Carroll team. They're putting their foot on the throats of this Explorer team right now. Stukes trying to change that as he goes baseline. Up and under, that one is blocked, but body contact is called against Colin Daly. So now Jared Stukes to the line for a much-needed two free throws, and then they're going to need some steals as well. Only 3.16 to play here in the fourth quarter. Former Villanova great Whitey Rigby's son, John Rigby, with a huge bucket there. Uh, one that really could could be the, you know, the, uh, the foot on the throat for LaSalle as you now trail by 15. But, you know, 3.16 is it's a lot of time in high school basketball. It really is a lot of time. Joe, I didn't know that little factoid there. John Rigsby, Whitey Rigsby's son. I bet Whitey's here too tonight. Villanova had a game on Sunday. They don't play till next Sunday. Tough loss for the Wildcats. It was a tough loss. We can get to that in the post game as now a 13 point lead after Stukes hit both. 3.06 to play. Sharkey in no particular hurry, but now we'll get to the bucket and he's just grabbed around. A bear hug that time from Jared Stukes. So two free throws coming for Sharkey. And you look at the stats that he's put up this year. I mean, he's put up just huge, huge numbers. And coming in tonight, averaging over 14 points a game, you can see a quick indication why that is. In crunch time minutes or, or, or in slot minutes, like, you know, when the fouls start going, the ball doesn't come out of his hand. So he's going to get a lot of trips, a lot of opportunities to go to the free throw line here. 
and he takes advantage of it. Makes the first, second upcoming, a 14-point lead for Archbishop Carroll, looking to really assert themselves into that second spot in the Philadelphia Catholic League behind only Newman Goretti, which has essentially a two-game cushion on Carroll with the one game and then the head-to-head. -head. And coming off that tough loss, you, you lose 98-75. Newman always puts up 100 against you. This is Carroll now. And, yeah, Carroll. And you know, they come back tonight and they answer and McTamney's going to finish in the lane. Went right into the body of Antums, and as you can probably imagine, he didn't really go anywhere, the big man at 6'7". So he just bounced back and hit the mid-range shot. A nice job from Ryan McTamney, and now brings the deficit back to 13. 2.44 to play, a full timeout upcoming. Bob, let's, just, let's real quickly, let's go through it, a look at this 7-1 Archbishop Carroll Patriot team. 7-1 Catholic League play, but they're not they're not just beating people. I mean, they're dismantling teams. Yes, this is not a fluke in any sense of the word, nor do we expect it to be. No, I mean, you look what they did to Bonner, 79-56. They beat McDevitt, 77-39. West Catholic, 68-30. A highly touted Roman team, 64-51. Ryan, 79-48. Judge, 69-57. Prep, 60. I mean, they're like I said, they're, they're used to these double-digit cushions. Um, did LaSalle, you know, like I said, this game's not over, but LaSalle's giving them one heck of a fight, but this is just a this is just a team that knows how to win basketball, wins, knows how to win comfortably. They do. It's a very very good Archbishop Carroll team. They're exerting their will in the final stages of tonight's game. Next upcoming for this Carroll team is a matchup against the reigning state champions at the Double A level. That's Conwell Egan, and that's another huge game. So this a six and two LaSalle team, and then a Conwell Egan team that's six and two at the very moment. They'll play tomorrow, but. Huge two-game stretch for this Carroll team. They're answering the bell here tonight. Long over the top pass. The baseball pass found its way to Ryan Daly. Spinning to the baseline, guarded by Rimaldi. With the right hand, puts it up. No good, but Annams got the rebound and then fumbled with it. McTamney came up with it. Now it's Jared Stooks. Leaving off for McTamney. Baseline he goes to the bucket. It was tipped by Antums. How about the 6'7 senior? Smacked the backboard as well. The rim shook on that one. I thought, I thought that might have been a goaltending. Yeah, got the ball first before it hit that backboard. A great job by Antums. And now with 2.14 to play, Carroll in no hurry. Colin Daly is guarded by the freshman Conrad Kiska, who checked into the game for the first time. And now, I mean, you're seeing what good teams do. I mean, good. That's the second time John Rigsby's done a nice job, and he grasps at his left eye. I, I think that might be either some collateral damage or a nice acting job because it didn't seem to me like Isaiah Jones got a hand anywhere near his face. Yeah, I mean, I think collateral damage is, is you're, being awfully, generous? you're being awfully generous. That's there, what Bob. I do. Yeah, I hear you, and I appreciate that about <laughs> you. The lefty is up and good. He's tough, though. You know what I mean? It, it, you want to knock him? Sure. But has he played tough here tonight? No doubt about it. Kid averages over 10 points a game in the Catholic League. You got to be doing something right. Two substitutions for the Explorers. Zach Chrysler, a freshman, and Phil Held will come in. Phil Held at 6'3 will be on the base rebounding while the 6'7 Chrysler will guard the shooter. Love what Phil Held brings for the Explorers. Now the second free throw is good. All effort. All effort on number 23 for the South. Excuse me, 21. And now with two minutes to play after John Rigsby hit both, you have to commend this team for the fact that they're going to the free throw line. They're converting every time. That well short, the three from Jared Stukes. 
And the Archbishop Carroll student section will let him know about that one. I think that's just a, an accumulation of really just a hard-fought game from the start. You know, you, you came into this game not really sure what to expect. Um, you've seen LaSalle struggle with the, with the top echelon and then fight with the top echelon. So you didn't really know what, to, what you were going to come here and see. LaSalle's fought, uh, no doubt about it, but you're just seeing the effects. They, they, Four quarters, it's a long time. Yep, against a team of this quality, being outscored 37-23 to 23 here in the second half. LaSalle now trails by 15. John Rigsby with 131 in no hurry. They'll send it back up top to Sharkey near the Carroll logo. Sharkey is guarded by Held. Explorers are going to have to double here. Ferguson comes on that double too easy as Ryan Daly was the recipient of the pass. Held is forced to foul Ryan Daly and not the right guy going to the line. But, Joe, I don't even know who you'd put on there if you had your choice. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of options. I mean, you look all around, you have three proficient free-throw shooters with, with Daly, Sharkey, and, and uh, Rigsby. Uh, you know, you're really picking your poison at that point. First free-throw good from number 11, the leading scorer in the Philadelphia Catholic League, Ryan Daly. Daly second. Up and good. Would never have predicted the player he would have turned into when I saw him two years ago when Derek Jones was a junior. He was a sophomore playing with that team. I, I did not see the writing on the wall for how tough he was going to be, and I really have to give him credit. I mean, you know, it's not a, it's not a mistake he's going to Hartford next year, but he's just he just looks fearless out there. Alan Powell just into the game. He gets stripped by Josh Sharkey all the way to the bucket, uncontested. A layup. 66-47 now in LaSalle. Into the offensive possession. Full court pressure remains for Carroll against the freshman Powell. And now a foul called against Josh Sharkey. I think that one, Joe, as much as anything, is a referee saying, hey, now, call right. off the dogs yep. a little bit. LaSalle has the freshman into the game. And they're doing it. Uh, you know, you give Coach Paul Romanchuk credit there. He, he got him out. You know, he took the referee's signal. And let's, you know, let's balance this out a little bit here. You have a 17-point cushion. You're under a minute left to play. You're at home. Take the win. Let's go. And, Joe, am I miscounting, or is there two I'm missing there? Thought it was 62 to 57. Daly put in two, or Rigsby put, put in two at the line, and then two more from Sharkey there. There you go. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Powell knocks down the first. 66-48. Some invaluable experience, though, too. You're getting the three freshmen in the game here, Catholic League play on the road at a, you know, one of the big-time programs in Philadelphia high school basketball and, and the state. That's exactly right. This Carroll team's going to have a lot to say in the PIAA state playoffs, and LaSalle hopes to as well. Now up the floor comes Carroll. 50 seconds to play. You wonder if LaSalle will call off the dogs here, at least in terms of fouling. Double team comes. To the basket and thrown away, this time by Devin Ferrero, the sophomore at 6'5", who just came into the game. So LaSalle will get another chance here offensively, trailing by 17. I'll tell you, Bob, I, I used to really enjoy doing the play-by-play uh, the -play side of basketball. This is when it got tough, though, bud. <laughs> Conrad Kiska for three from the left wing. Number 10, the freshman who played pretty much the whole JV game, knocked it down. It's now a 14-point deficit. Future is big time for this Explorers program. Sean Johnson throws it away. Chris Ferguson tried to chase it down. It hit the end line before he could save it. So back to Carroll it goes. 20.1 seconds to play. Inbounded to the top of the key. Keon Butler, number one. Offer number four, Mark Bradshaw. Bradshaw, the freshman with 15 seconds to play, is guarded by Powell. 
Double team now comes from Held. They send it over the top to Butler, to the rim. He cannot finish. Ferguson taps out, and Chrysler has it. Four to shoot. Chrysler past the midcourt stripe. He'll launch, and it's no good. And that's the final whistle. The Explorers are going to drop this one 66-52 to on the road at a raucous Archbishop Carroll gymnasium tonight. And this Carroll team brought it, Joe. No doubt about it. You know, they started off a little bit slow. LaSalle stuck with them. You know, I believe it was a one-point game at half. That's right. Uh, stretched out to as much as 17 at one point. No, 19, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's 19 right. at one point. I mean, you just got to gotta tip your hat to just how good this Carroll team is. It's a front. I mean, it's a top-heavy league. You have Newman and Carroll, and then I think you have everybody else. Sure. Yeah. I know we talked about Roman, but I really think you're looking at the, the, the cream of the crop here. Um, so for LaSalle, you, 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 take, you take some solace out of the way you played in the first half. Um, the game got away from you in the third, and you weren't able to recover in the fourth. We're back with our power. We apologize for that. Uh, as one of the chairs is backing out, it took out our power in the way. We talk about collateral damage, Joe. That's right. That's <laughs> right. But we're back. But, yeah, so your final thoughts there you were talking about. How, how much this team, it's a tough to grind against a team like Archbishop Carroll. You saw that in the second half. 41-28, to 28, Carroll was able to outscore LaSalle in the second half. And there's a lot to learn from this game. We talked about it throughout. The Explorers fall to 6-3. and three. Next up. On Friday night, Archbishop Wood. Yeah, and that's a team we talked about earlier on this broadcast as well. Archbishop Wood. I mean, it's not somebody to sleep on. You can't let that. You can't let that uh, record that they have fool you. They have a lot of talent, and if you t if you think about you know what Lasalle's done this year, they really haven't ex t taken off taken off on huge huge wins, except for a game earlier on the season against Archbishop Ryan. Yep. Everything's been very hard, tightly fought, tightly fought and highly contested. So yes. you got to expect the same thing with Archbishop Wood, a team that always plays the South tough. And that will be a completely filled gymnasium, a raucous atmosphere, and you can watch that game on the Sports Fan Base Network. We won't have that game for you. We'll be down the road at Hatfield Ice for LaSalle Hockey against St. Joe's Preps. You can turn on both LaSalle Sporting Event games on Friday night, and then we'll be right back to hoops on Sunday for McDevitt at home. A man of many hats, Bob. We try, man. We you know what? You could have a, a bunch of kids running wind sprints down here. I'll call play-by-play -play if you'd like. There you go. I think you have your opportunity right now. I think those are all Paul Romanchik's kids down there getting buckets. That's right. Oh, we got a second game coming. Joe, you want to hang around? There you go. All right, so our final score here from Archbishop Carroll, 66-52. to 52. They defeat the LaSalle Explorers, and they fall to 6-3. and three. But a very tough Carroll team. They came out and played well and really kind of wore down in the second half. Joe, a great job as always. Great to have you back. Great to be here. Thank you. Of course. We'll have you back on real soon. And this has been LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports, brought to you by Dunphy Ford. Friday night, LaSalle Hockey against St. Joe's Prep, a 7.20 puck drop. And then Sunday, a 2.30 tip. LaSalle at home against Bishop McDevitt. We'll see you then.